0: Welcome to the Equippers Church Budapest podcast. We hope today's message will encourage and inspire you. For more information, check equipperschurch.ag. How about you turn to your neighbor and just give him a great smile, give him a great welcome to church. Maybe just give a high five to a couple of people before you sit down. Amazing, 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 amazing! God is awesome. Um, happy Easter! Bulldog who's sweeted? Um, who's sweeted? Ah, uh, Feliz... Navidad. Not Navidad. <laughs> That's the wrong holiday. <laughs> Feliz uh, Domingo de Resurrección. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my, we're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So happy to see all of you guys. It's good to have full house on Easter Sunday. And so let's just go before the Lord right now and let's let's ask Him to speak to us today. Ready for that? So, Jesus, we thank you for your amazing presence today in this house, and we pray that you would anoint us today, that you would speak to us directly from heaven. Father, we open our hearts. We thank you for what you have given us through Jesus on that day on Calvary, and we pray that today you would open our eyes so that we would fully see what you have given us. And everybody said, We can do just a little bit better. And everybody said, Even on the balcony, and everybody said, All right, all right, all right. Welcome, guys. Um, For the last few weeks, we've been sharing uh, on a very simple message. The title of this series is The Cross. We've been speaking, preaching, sharing about the cross of Jesus, Um, and uh, actually a scripture for the whole series is the scripture that Pastor Milan just mentioned, John 3.16. Every Sunday, you've been hearing about John 3.16, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, so that whoever believes in Him would not perish, but have eternal life. This is uh, the basic gospel, something that we've been talking about for the whole time, in the last couple of weeks. Um, and uh, in the first part of the message, in the first part of the series, we talked about the love of God. God so loved the world. We talked about the love of God. Then we said that He gave His Son. So then we talked about the Son of God. Amen. And then, then. The verse continues and it says, so that whoever believes in Him. So there is the accent on faith, on believing. And finally tonight, we're going to close the series. I'm going to preach about eternal life. Because that is the big purpose. That is the big why He gave His Son. So that we could have what? Eternal life. And so I'm going to talk tonight about four facts on eternal life. But before I do that, um, how many, of, how many of you actually saw an old movie? It's a movie that my generation may remember. It was called Saving Private Ryan. Anybody in the house? Saving Private Ryan. Uh, so it's the movie is about Saving Private Ryan, <laughs> uh, and at the at the end of the movie, there is actually a very moving scene. Um, and uh, it's about the captain, uh, whose name is Captain Miller, played by Tom Hanks, one of my favorite actors. And he, 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 with his own life, he's saving the life of a young soldier, uh, Ryan, who's played by Matt, Matt Damon. And so, after he takes uh, the bullet for him, with his last breath, he tells him something that is incredibly moving. He says. Earn this. Earn this. And then the movie continues, and at the end of the movie, uh, this young soldier, th- this private, actually is now an old man. And he goes to the military, uh, you know, the, 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 the cemetery, an army cemetery, and he comes to uh, the tomb of this captain, and he's very moved, he's very emotional. And he's thinking about his life. And he basically says, I really hope that I earned this, that I lived up to the cost of your sacrifice. And friends, when I preach tonight, I believe that God wants us to hear this, earn this. He did everything. He died on the cross. Of course, we can never pay it off. And we can never earn this with our good deeds. But what we can do is we can actually live our life so that it was not uh, it, so that it was not in vain. But he was actually worth it in our own lives. Uh, so uh, let's let's go through uh, let's go through this as we uh, as we as we uh, close this series uh, today. The sacrifice must have a meaning. The sacrifice that Jesus paid on the cross must have a meaning. When such a price is paid, make it worth it. So in, in, uh, in this uh, special verse, there is one part that we cannot skip. Before I go into the main subject, we cannot skip. It says that, uh, so that he would not perish, shall not perish. We cannot skip this part, you know why? Because God couldn't skip it. If God could skip this part, he would never send his son Jesus to die on the cross. You know, the eternity of the human soul is a reality. Uh, heaven and hell is reality. We don't know all the details. We we are not really sure what heaven will be like. We are not really sure sure what hell is like. But just as there is eternity in God's presence, there is also eternity in eternal destruction. And that's why it is so important what Jesus did on the cross. He did it so that we would not perish. That whoever believes in Him would not be separated from God's presence. That is why Jesus came. That is why Jesus went on the cross. And that is why He rose again. So right now, I want to take you to a passage of Scripture in the book of Luke, chapter 23. And we're going to read a story that will illustrate what I'm preaching about tonight. So I hope you're ready for this. Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. And it goes like this. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. What an amazing story. It's a real story about two guys hanging on the cross with Jesus. Tradition attributes the names of Justus and Dismas, to these two criminals. They were no pickpockets. They were probably committing violent crimes directed against uh, the occupying Romans. And on the day when Jesus is hanging on the cross, these two are condemned to hang on the cross, on the right, on the right side and on the left side of Jesus. And the cross of Jesus is in the center. See, it's the cross of Jesus that separates the right guy, the guy from the, on the right side, from the guy who is on the left side. The first convict was blaspheming. His pain led him to insult Jesus. Jesus. There are so many people in pain, and this leads them to insult God, to insult Jesus. It's like he is asking sarcastically, aren't you the Messiah? Jesus, you should come down from the cross. You should rescue yourself, and you should also save us. You know, sarcasm is often uh, hidden disappointment. Hurts, rejection, harshness deep inside in the heart. But there is the second guy, the second convict, the second criminal. We will call him Dismas. And he broke down inside. The same experience hanging on the cross leads him to repentance. See, your cross will either harden you or or it will break you. It's either going to harden your heart so you become resentful to Jesus or it's gonna break your heart so you become open to Jesus. And so here are four facts about eternal life. You ready for this? Number one, eternal life is activated by faith. It's activated by faith. So, even though man is hanging on the cross, he actually is having a revelation of the cross of Jesus. He saw the man hanging on the middle cross differently than the other guy, his accomplice. For him, it was not just a coincidence. For him, it was an encounter. He's hanging on the cross, right next to Jesus. And as he hears the words of God coming from the mouth of Jesus, he's actually encountering the love of God in a manifested form on the cross on that day. It's a transformative encounter. So he's there for the last few hours of his life, stuck on the cross. He cannot move. He has to stay there, and He is witnessing the story of salvation played in real time before His own eyes. There is no escape. He has to see it all. And as He is encountering the the story of salvation being played out, Jesus hanging on the cross, His heart melts. He hears Jesus say these words. He says, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. And he's hanging on the cross. And he's hearing the words of forgiveness from the mouth of Jesus. His minutes on the cross seem endless. It seems like eternity. Those hours dying on the cross. Every breath... Causes huge pain. But from his last bits of energy, this is what he says. He says to his friend on the other cross, he says, don't you fear God? We are dying justly. We are punished justly. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said this. He said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. See, right there and right then, he believed. He believed that he is sinful. Because he said, we are being punished justly. He also believed that Jesus is holy. He said, he has done nothing wrong. He also believed that Jesus can save him. He said, Jesus, remember me. And he also believed that eternity exists. He said, when you come to your kingdom, right there and right then, he believed. See, eternal life is activated by faith. You enter into eternal life when you believe in Jesus Christ. Somebody should get excited about these guys. Yeah, we enter (laughs) eternal life when we believe. Amen. In theology, we call it the saving faith. Faith to salvation. Now, this kind of faith is born from God's Word by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. When God speaks and the Holy Spirit prepares your heart, this faith is activated. This is how we are saved. This is how you were saved. You heard the voice of God, the words of God. And the Holy Spirit softened your heart, and you received Him. And I believe that even today, there are a couple of people here. You're hearing the voice of God, and the Spirit of God is working on your heart. And faith is starting in your life. You're starting, like, putting your trust in the work of God on the cross. And you will be saved today. I believe that with all of my heart. So the first thing about eternity is it's activated by faith. Here's the second thing. Are you ready? The second thing is eternal life begins today. Jesus only told him one sentence. He said, today you will be with me in paradise. Now eternal life begins now. It begins today. Eternal life, the life that Jesus gives, begins today. For this guy, for this mass, of course, this meant breathing his last breath in the following hours. But for you, for us, if you accept Christ today, eternity, eternal life begins for you today as well. You don't actually have to die to enter eternity. Eternal life will commence, will begin, will start today for you as well. Not just then when you die, after death, your life will be eternal. Your, Your life, the quality of your life, the value of your life will change dramatically. Because that's a miracle that Jesus does when you believe in Him. You will live today from the perspective of eternity. Your present will change because of the future. It's a completely changed perspective. You know, uh, you can ask yourself the question, How should I live today if I know that my today will have an impact on eternity? This will change your life dramatically. You cannot repay Him, you cannot work it back, you cannot deserve it, but you can live a life that is worthy of His sacrifice. You know, Jesus put it this way, He said, The thief thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Now, friends, this kind of life, the life that Jesus gives, is eternal. It's overflowing. It's abundant. It's full. It's beyond measure. You know, David described it this way. He said, my cup overflows. My cup is running over. The life that Jesus gives me is running over, beyond measure. In Ephesians 3.20, we read about... Uh, What Jesus gives us, the life that Jesus gives us is exceedingly more than we can pray for, than we can ask for or imagine. So your life here is not just a waiting room for eternity. You are living His eternal life in abundance today. Eternal life begins today. So number one, eternal life is activated by faith. Number two, eternal life begins now. Here is number three. Number three says, in the presence of Jesus. Eternal life is in the presence of Jesus. That's what he told the criminal. He said, today you will be with me. In the presence of Jesus. Eternal life is in the presence of Jesus. Now, for me personally, this is the most powerful part of this story. In the presence of Jesus. You know, life without Jesus wouldn't be worth an eternity. I wouldn't want to spend eternity without Him. Would you? But with Jesus, with Him, it is eternal already today. We were made for His presence. We were created for His presence. When Adam had his first breath, when he was formed and he stood to life, and he was awakened by the power of God, from the first moment he was in the presence of Jesus, God was with him. See, the presence of God is our normal environment. Without the presence of God, we are orphans, we, are, we feel abandoned. Now, for Dismas, for this criminal, he is crucified on Golgotha, but soon he will be in the paradise, he will be in the kingdom of God. But there is one thing that will not change for him. Both here and there, he is in close proximity to Jesus. When he's on the cross, he's right next to Jesus. When he will be in heaven, he will be right next to Jesus as well. And I'm sure that this marked his last hours on earth. As he was hanging on the cross, his last hours on earth, his life totally changed. The presence of God flooded his body. He started to experience the love of God while he's hanging on the cross. Although he's dying, he is finally beginning to be fully alive. I love this. Even though he's dying, he is finally living his fullest life. He's finally beginning to live. I've known a couple of people who are converted, who came to Jesus in the last season of their lives, the last stage of their life. Especially some people that were dying of terminal disease. And that's when they accepted the Lord. There were a couple of people that actually led to the Lord on their deathbed as they were dying. And some of those people, they call this the most beautiful season of their life. It's like this guy, he was hanging on the cross. He knew that he was dying, he knew that he's going to die in the next few hours. But his life was totally transformed because of a transformative encounter with Jesus. So eternal life is with Jesus, is in the presence of Jesus. And God's presence is incomparable to anything else. Hallelujah. Colossians 1.27, I love this scripture. It says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, it's not just three meters from you on the next cross. Jesus, when you accept Him, He actually takes residence inside of you. You become His residence. You become His temple. He lives within you. And this is so amazing. So, eternal life is in the presence of Jesus. So, number one again eternal life is activated by faith. Number two, eternal life begins today. Number three, eternal life is in the presence of Jesus. And finally, number four, eternal life continues after death. Now, we don't like to talk about death, right? But actually, it's a big part of what God uh, says in the scriptures. this last Friday, on Great Friday, I was preaching about uh, the curtain in the temple being broken, being torn, and us giving us being given access to the presence of God, to the glory of God. I love that we were we were given access to everything that Adam lost way back through the curtain that was torn, we were given access to come before God, to His intimate presence. I love that. You know, He gave us everything, full inheritance, salvation, and healing, and blessing, and provision. Everything is given to us because of the veil that was broken. And through the sacrifice of Jesus, we receive the invitation. But let me tell you that the fullest experience of, of this, of the glory and the presence of God here and now is only a small fraction of the fullness that we will actually experience in eternity. You know, it's you know what is the static electricity. When you're brushing your hair and, you, and, and uh, you experience static electricity, your hair goes crazy. Uh, ladies, you love that, yeah? Now, the difference between static electricity and the real stuff is the difference between what we actually experience now, the glory and the presence and the miracles in comparison To the full power that is actually uh, in eternity with God. See, in the paradise, God walked with Adam. It was a face-to-face conversation on a daily basis. And the Spirit of God was moving powerfully. The Bible says that God would come in the cool of the night and He would converse. He would speak with Adam. That's amazing, right? Now, later we hear about uh, Moses speaking face-to-face with God in the tent of the meeting. When the glory of God resided on the tent, Moses is speaking to God face-to-face. But all of that is just static electricity in comparison to the fullness of glory that we read about that is reserved for eternity. Have you read the book of Revelation? It is in the Bible, you know that, right? It's the last bit of the Bible. I love reading. Sometimes when I read novels, I read books, I'm tempted to skip through the book and read the last pages. How many of you do that? Repent. (laughs) You read the last pages, yeah? Read the last pages. I do that sometimes. When you read the book of Revelation, you go to the last pages, you see the fullness of the glory revealed. The fullness of the glory revealed, yeah? Uh, uh, the, The paradise on earth is just a foretaste of what's waiting for us. Healing on earth is just a foretaste of the glory that we will experience in our body in the future. Prosperity on earth is just a fraction of what is described in the book of Revelation for the future. The golden bricks. Come on, no cobblestones, but golden bricks. The peace that we experience now is just a fraction of the harmony that God has for us in the future. The joy you experience now is just a little fraction of what God has for you in the future. The glory you have now is just a fraction of what God has for us in the future. So eternal life, friends, the fullness of that actually is is reserved for us in the coming glory of God. Hallelujah. I love this. So eternal life is activated by faith. Eternal life begins today. Eternal life is in the presence of Jesus. And eternal life continues after you die. I'm going to read to you right now um, a passage that is a bit longer, and we will. I'm going to invite you to stand as we close this message. I'm going to take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And there is amazing revelation in this passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. <clears throat> From verse 16, um, and we'll read a whole passage there, you can... Follow this with me. Paul says, therefore, we do not lose heart. We don't despair. We're not depressed. We do not lose heart. Even though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Do you believe that? For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. See, whatever hardships you're going through right now, God calls them your light and momentary troubles. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in, Is destroyed. We have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. We're talking here about the eternal body, the glorified body that God will give to us. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. And let me skip to uh, verse uh, 7. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say. And I would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For for, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each of us may receive what is due for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. And then he changes the tone. He says, since then we know what it is to fear the Lord. We tried to persuade others. What we are is plain to God. And I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again but we are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than in what is in the heart. Verse 14, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And He died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. And then verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And as God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. And I tell you, Now, the time of God's favor is here. Now is the day of salvation. What an amazing revelation. Now, whatever is happening in your life right now, I want to assure you that God has it under control. I want to tell you that from eternity's perspective, from the perspective of eternal life, Whatever you are experiencing right now is just a momentary trouble. Whatever you're experiencing, however difficult your situation is, it's just for a moment. Some of you need to hear that today. And what the first thing, there's a couple things I want to do right now, but the first thing is I want us to just give it to God. Whatever you are carrying, whatever things you're going through, it may be a difficult life situation right now. Some of you are going through a hardship right now. Some of you are going through a crisis in your family. Some of you are going through a difficult health situation, a sickness, a disease. Some of you are going through financial pressures. uh, 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 Yeah, financial pressure. Let me give you the perspective of eternity. It's just a momentary trouble. And God has given us a resurrection power for right now, for right here, but also for eternity. So so let me paint you the big picture before you today. And so right now, the first thing I want to do is, if you're going through such a situation in your life, I simply want to give you a Chance right now to surrender it to Jesus, to give it to Him, and to go through this in light of eternity. So, come on, if you're going through any of that right now, currently, and you need Jesus to break through into your life, how about you raise your hand to Him right now and just claim it for your life? Say, Yes, Lord, I need your resurrection power in my own life. I'm going through a difficult season right now. Come on, wherever you are. Don't be afraid. Just raise your hand right now to Jesus as an act of faith. Yes, Lord. Come on. He sees that. Come on. He sees that. Just come on. Get your miracle today from him. Yeah. He has it all provided through the cross. Come on. I see that hand. And there is faith. There is faith right now. And he responds to that right now. So, Lord, we come to you right now. Father, and we... We take hold of everything that you have provided. There is healing in your wounds. There is provision in your sacrifice. There is supernatural strength in your resurrection. And today, we release it by the power of Jesus. We release it by the power of Jesus. How about for a moment you just start to thank Him. Thank Him for what He has paid for on the cross and claim it for your own life. Start praising Him. Start giving Him thanks. Start giving Him thanks for what He has given us. Come on, maybe you don't, we are not experiencing it yet, but by faith you can get hold of it. By faith you can take it from Him. By faith you can take hold of it right now come on just yeah yes lord yes lord yes lord yes lord come on yeah we release the healing power of jesus right now in this place the healing power of jesus right now flow through every person that needs it right now a life eternal life abundant Come on life eternal life abundant right now Yes Lord Yes Lord Yes Lord Yes Lord Yes Lord Provision and healing and victory in Jesus name A new life eternal life in Jesus name Hallelujah And also when we come to this point in the meeting, we never like to close the service without giving an opportunity to actually say yes to Jesus. You may be in this place and you you kind of like Jesus. Maybe you have some kind of an experience with Him, but you have never really surrendered your life to Him. You've never really become His follower. And today may be your day one. (laughs) It may be your day one on your journey with Jesus. Two things are important. Just like the criminal on the cross. You need to to put your faith in him. And the second thing is you need to repent from your sin. Those are the two most important things when you want to say yes to Jesus. And tonight could be your night of salvation today can be your day of salvation eternal life can actually begin for you on this day, today and so in just a moment if you want to say yes to Jesus I'm going to invite you to raise your hand to him and in such a way to actually give him this gesture of faith that yes Lord, I want to follow you so right now in this room let's Close our eyes, all of us. This is between you and between Jesus. Thank God you're not hanging on the cross. (laughs) Thank God He did it for you. But tonight He's waiting on you to say your yes to Jesus. So right now with our eyes closed, if you want to say yes to Jesus, whether it's your first time commitment, or if it's your returning to Him, maybe you've You've been with Him, but you've kind of grown distant. And tonight, you want to come back to Him. If this is you, come on, just slip out your hand really high so I can see it. And we will pray this salvation prayer together all across this room. If you want to receive Jesus today, if you want to start following Him today, or we want to come back to Him today, or wherever you are in this room, just raise your hand. So I can see it. Come on. Yes. Thank you, Lord. 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 This is a day of salvation for someone. This is a day of new beginning for someone. Come on. Yes, Lord. Yes. 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 I'm going to wait for just a few moments right now. Jesus waited on the cross in the heat of the day in his pain. If God is moving your heart and you're like, yes, Lord, I need to give my life to you today. Or you're like, I want to come back. I want to return fully, 100%. No more compromise. All across this room. Come on. Just raise your hand really high. Saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. This is me. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Yes. We're going to pray this collectively, church, today. Dear Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross, in my place. Today I surrender to you. I declare that I need you. Cleanse me from my sin. Forgive me of my sins. Make me one of your sons and daughters. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. I want to I live a life that is worthy of you. Empower me by your Holy Spirit and help me to be faithful till the end. Come on, come on, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes. Lord. yes, Lord. yes. After the last song, we'll have an opportunity with the prayer ministry team. We'll be available here and before the stage to pray with anyone that wants to make this decision tonight. And also we'll pray for the sick. We'll pray for anyone who needs a touch of God, a fresh touch of God today. An encounter with Jesus tonight. And believe me, He's ready. He's here by His Holy Spirit. And He's ready to minister to you. Come on, is anybody excited? yes yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord so for just a moment before we before we finish with praise I just want to invite us to raise our hands today and let's worship him let's thank him for the cross just thank him for salvation give him glory tonight come on give him glory tonight church thank you Lord we declare the power of the name of Jesus tonight
1: yes Lord
0: yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord Lord. freedom in Jesus name freedom in Jesus name liberty in Jesus name come on Healing in Jesus' name. Provision in Jesus' name. Resurrection in Jesus' name. Fullness in Jesus' name. Eternal life in Jesus' name. Come on. Before we go, there is one last thing I want to pray for. All of us, we have people that are close to us, but they're, but are far away from Jesus. People that are your friends, your family, people that are close to you, but they're still far away from Jesus. And in this church, we believe that we want to see people in our circle of friends saved And brought close to Jesus. Amen. So for just a moment. Just wherever you are. Just close your eyes. And God's going to remind you of a face or two. People that are closed in your life. And for just a few seconds. Let's just pray for them right now. Let's pray for God's saving power in their lives. God put them into your life for a purpose, for destiny. So let's pray for them right now all across this room. Come on, let's raise our voice and pray for for them. Jesus, we pray for our friends. We pray for our family, God. We pray for our neighbors, our colleagues, Father. We pray that you would give us an opportunity to bring the gospel the message of salvation today and we speak salvation we speak the name of jesus over them and we say may salvation come may the work of god completed on the cross be be completed in their own lives we pray this in the wonderful and the powerful name of jesus and everybody said Amen, amen, amen. Come on, let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Amazing.